Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, a very good Sunday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. I'm Steven Strom. Marlins fall to the Cubs yesterday, 4-2, a gut-wrenching loss, probably... One of the most gut-wrenching losses of the season. Probably the closest one since the Atlanta Game 3 in Atlanta, probably over a week and a half ago. Nonetheless, here is your voice, the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff, for the recap, as always. Tell you what, there were some long faces down there in the Marlins dugout. After this ball game at Wrigley Field this afternoon, the Marlins cough up a 2-1 to lead in the bottom of the eighth inning. The Cubs score three times on three hits. Marlins committed two errors. Cubs left two on base. Marlins' losing streak has struck five. And the Chicago Cubs this afternoon win this series at Wrigley Field with one game pending tomorrow afternoon at 2.20 Eastern time back home. Cubbies four, Marlins two this afternoon. Back here from Wrigley Field, this is the 10th inning show. And Gabby Sanchez rejoins us now. And Gabby, um, I mean, let's just go right to the eighth inning. You know, uh, not a great throw by Puck. Gurriel can't handle the ball. I agree. Uh, after looking at it, it was an E3, but that compounded what turned out to be a, a disaster of an eighth inning. Mancini followed with the gift double that got caught in the sun, hit off the calf of Burdick. Second and third, nobody out in the eighth. Marlins up one. Madrigal had the two-run single, and it, it just... Uh, it exploded from there, and this is this is not a good way to lose for the Marlins this afternoon. No, it's like what could go wrong went wrong. And has inning. gone and wrong. has gone wrong, especially in the last five games. Right. And, and it's one of these situations where you have to play perfect baseball almost the whole entire time. And you go over this game, and you look at that eighth inning, and you go, man, that's where they lost it. And, and I'm, I'm going to have to say that's not true. Yeah, it was a really bad inning, and there was mistakes that were made, and there was things that should have happened differently. Um, you know, Puck probably did fire it over there at 94 miles an hour, and, you know, it's not easy as a first baseman. I've been there, especially when you have a guy running up the line where it, it really is tough. Yes, it's an error on Gurriel. He'll say it's an error on him. He should have made the play. But really, like, just look at the offense as well you you go hitters six through nine they were 0 for 13 with a base on ball and that was yep. jazz who got a walk hey, it's tough to win games two to one consistently you're counting on your pitching staff too much the the, the hitters need to do a better job at the plate and, and this is not anything to do with the staff because the staff is giving all the information to these players it's what you're doing with that information and how you're taking it to the AB that I'm seeing is where the struggle is. It's swinging at pitches that you're probably not looking for. You know, trying to set up a pitcher, that's not happening. I feel like once these guys start to get hot, of course, things will change. But it's when things aren't going good, what are you doing to try to help the team out? Right. Going 0 for 4, 0 for 4, 0 for 4, you're not helping the team out. You know, you make one point about having to play perfect right now. The Miami Marlins are not good enough right now to not play perfect and win games. 
That does not mean they don't have the correct personnel to do that. Right. And that could all change tomorrow. But there have been too many mistakes. Yep. And if they don't play perfect right now, they are losing ball games, and that's what transpired this afternoon. Um, offensively for the Marlins, Soler hit the homer. De La Cruz thought he had a really good day. Looked like he was coming around a little bit. What do you see from the offense? Uh, the offense was there. You know, he, you kind of see that he got back to his old ways when he can swing the bat. But then you also also you have to take in defensively as well. He had a play, the first run that came in to score with that Cody Bellinger double in that fourth inning. Cody Bellinger's not even touching third almost when De La Cruz has this ball that he can throw it in, and he opts not to throw it to home to get Cody Bellinger out. He opts to go to second, and that all stems on right now he's in his own head because of what happened a couple days ago against Atlanta when Ozzy Albies took that extra base on him because he tried to go and get Azuna out at third instead of throwing it to second to keep it on first and third. But those are situations that happen that you have to know. If I get this ball and I see that he hasn't even come to third, i got to fire home. That's got to be the throw. I just see him in his own head defensively, but then today he showed you what he could do offensively, and he got his hit in his RBI. It's one of those things where, man, you're counting on him to kind of turn the corner because he could be a guy that you could count on. I mean, offensively, he does have the right approach at the plate. It's just one of those situations. Is he going to be able to play good enough in the outfield to be able to play every day? Yeah. What did you, uh, as we wrap this thing up, what did you make of uh, the, the pitching situation today? Utilizing the opener, yeah. and it, 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 worked. it worked to perfection it until worked. Puck and it unraveled in the eighth. Yeah, it, it worked, and you had the right guys up in the right time. I think Skip will be happy with the way that it was going. He had the right situation up with the right guys coming in, and it was the two guys that you count or the one guy that you're going to really count on the most in A.J. Puck that it just didn't go well for him. And it's not like these balls were stung either he made an error himself or it was Guriel error it was a ball that got a sun ball to Peyton Burdick who couldn't make the play hits him off so and then even the the base hit by Madrigal that wasn't even a hard hit ball that was off the glove of Guriel where he almost made that play so he can't be upset with him too much because it's like I made the pitches it just didn't go our way all right Gabby uh, I'll see you tomorrow late morning buddy yeah all right, good stuff. That's Gabby Sanchez and Kyle Seeloff. Let's uh, take a listen to the highlights from this ball game today. The Marlins did strike first. They would eventually take a two nothing lead in this ball game, but they won. A- they went ahead one nothing in the first inning thanks to Brian De La Cruz with a couple of men on base and two outs. First and second with two outs. Here's the three two pitch to De La Cruz. He swings and hits it into right field. The base hit. Oh, that's a big two out base hit for the Marlins here in the first. Scoring easily is Soler. Going to third is Guriel. A heck of it at bat for Brian De La Cruz. It's 1-0 Miami here in the first. And they would jump out to a 2-0 lead off of Drew Smiley and the Cubs in the third with one out. Nobody on base thanks to Jorge Soler. He hit that ball foul at 110 miles an hour. He hits the next one deep. High in the air. Deep to left field. Way back and gone. Soler straightened that one out. It's his seventh home run of the season. It's a solo shot here in the third. It's 2-0 Miami. And the Cubs would creep a little closer in the bottom of the fourth inning. Matt Barnes started this game. He went an inning. Andrew Nardi went an inning plus. Brian Hoeing came on in the third, and the Cubs would strike in the fourth with an out. Matt Mervis at the plate. Cody Bellinger at second.
Dude has got some light tower power. He swings and hits it in the air off the end of the bat into left field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Willie Harris is going to wave Bellinger. There won't be a throw to the plate. Matt Mervis with an RBI single here in the fourth. It's 2-1 to one Miami. And it would stay that way all the way into the bottom half of inning number eight this afternoon. Uh, let's see here. Brian Hoeing pitched through five. Tanner Scott worked a scoreless sixth. Waskar Brazoban evaded and eluded a little bit of trouble in the seventh. The Cubs were rolling. Drew Smiley came out after three and a third. Michael Rucker tossed inning in two-thirds. And Keegan Thompson tossed three. More on that in a moment. Uh, but bottom of the eighth inning this afternoon, A.J. Puck came on for the Marlins. Cody Bellinger reached on an E3, a ball that was hit back to Puck. He nearly caught the line drive. It banged off the leather, picked it up on the mound, made a low throw to first, a ball that, according to the official score, Yuli Gurriel and I agree should have handled. E3, Bellinger stole second. And then Trey Mancini hit a ball in the air to right field that hit off the calf of Peyton Burdick because he lost it in the sun. Bellinger went to third. Mancini was at second with nobody out, so the go-ahead run was at second base with nobody out, second and third, the bottom of the eighth. A.J. Puck struck out Matt Mervis, which was a big first out, but he could not retire Nick Madrigal. Infield is back in. Bellinger can get way off the bag at third. Here's the pitch. Ground ball hit. Right side base hit. Base hit into right field. Bellinger's going to score right behind him. Here comes the runner. It's to the backstop. The Cubs have the lead here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Just a disastrous bottom of the eighth inning for the Miami Marlins. The next man to bat for the Cubs was Miguel Amaya, the pinch hitting catcher. Here's the 3-2 pitch. He swings and bounces it over the head of Puck. Tough play. Edwards has it go under his glove into shallow center field. Rounding third and scoring is Madrigal. It's 4-2 Chicago. That would put the finishing touches on this ball game. The Cubs scored three times, three hits, two errors, two men left on. In the bottom of the eighth inning this afternoon and in the ninth, Adbert Alzolai was coming on, uh, putting in a bid for his second career Major League save, his first of the season. Taylor Cruz flew out to center. Jazz Chisholm Jr. flew out to left. And the last hope for the Marlins this afternoon was Gene Segura. Next offering is hit on the ground. Left side, Madrigal dives, he's got it. Throw to first, the ball game is over. That's a sensational play to end this ball game. The Marlins losing streak hits five. And it's a series win for the Cubs. The Marlins in the ninth. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. Tough afternoon for the Marlins. They lose this ball game by a final score of 4-2. to two. And as uh, I mentioned there in that highlight, the losing streak now hits five for the Marlins offensively today. Um, thought it was a really good day at the plate, as Gabby and I talked about, for Brian De La Cruz and Jorge Soler was two for three. He hit his seventh home run of the season. That gave the Marlins a 2-0 lead in the third. That was... Our drive of the game this afternoon. It was brought to you by Alligator Alley Harley Davidson and Palm Beach Harley Davidson. They are Florida's number one Harley volume dealer group. Just a tough day, however, for the Marlins. Three innings for Hoeing, an inning for Barnes, who opened the sucker up today. Nardi an inning, Scott an inning, Brazoban an inning. Uh, Puck struggled in a third of an inning. There in the eighth, Chichi Gonzalez made his Marlins debut, did not allow a run. 
did walk a guy two-thirds of an inning there in the bottom of the eighth inning. Uh, so the Cubs win this game by a final score of 4-2 to two here at Wrigley Field this afternoon. On the mound for the Marlins today, they strike out 12, and that means that $300 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, 25 bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. All right, Kyle, thank you very much. What did we learn? We learned that the opener could work with this Marlins team. Very excited to see it. We saw it with Matt Barnes, and then it went to Andrew Nardi, and then went back to Brian Hoeing. I think that that's something the Marlins can work with if they're trying to get uh, five or six innings that are really solid from their pitchers. I like the idea of an opener. I thought it pretty much was executed perfectly up until the eighth inning and then just kind of self-imploded errors uh, killed the Marlins in this one. Let's head down to listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 4-2 loss to the Chicago Cubs. Skip some costly errors and just some tough plays there in the eighth. How'd you see that in an pool? Our bullpen did exactly what they're supposed to do. Um, you know, it's starting with uh, Barnes and then Nardi and um, you know pucking out lane right there in the eighth inning was uh, you know against Bellinger and a tough tough couple lefties you know coming up I thought that was the the perfect lane he did everything he was supposed to do and we just didn't play play catch and uh, when you give extra outs to big league teams it doesn't matter what team you're facing um, you know those those usually score so just a tough inning overall and um, yeah that was a tough loss. How frustrating is that anything like that? Some things you can control, like the throw, and then other things like the sun that just kind of doesn't go your way. Yeah, you can t control the sun because you see it. Um, you know, those are those are you know you work on those for you know all spring training, and there's sun balls, and um, you know it's a tough one because you're coming in and you see it uh, as you're running in. It's tough to get around those ones on on the uh, sun balls. Um, but yeah, the throw was an overthrow. Always you know through the cutoff man. That's what we we talk about, but. Yeah, just uh, an overall tough inning. Uh, get two runs early, you knock Smiley out, and then their bullpen holds you to zero. What did you see from the offense after the third? We didn't. We just didn't execute. Yeah, um, Solaire had a nice game. Hit the ball hard a couple times, and um, you know, it seems like a rise is always getting on base. But yeah, we just didn't put anything together. You know, after that, some a couple hard hit balls, but for the most part, um, you know, nothing really. Couldn't really string anything together. Um, you know, from the offense today. And, um, but, you know, we did enough to win. Um, just didn't play catch at the end. The pitching order today, the first seven, that's probably as good as you could have scripted it and passing up the puck in the eighth, right? Yeah, it, they did exactly what they were supposed to do. You know, I'd, uh, with Barnes and Nardi um, going through the lineup, it it's a tough lineup to match up against. Hoeing did multiple innings, what he's supposed to do, and um, you hand it off to your big boys in the end. Braz got a huge out right there, a big strikeout at the end, and, um, you know, big part of the game. And, um, just shows you what kind of year he's having and you know, how we feel about him. And he just keeps building more and more confidence after every time he's on the mound. Um, we always feel good with our when our bullpen's in the game, whether it's Scott, Braz, you know, Puck, and then it was going to end with Flo if we got there. And um, But we just couldn't get there. Good. Okay, that was Skip Schumacher. Let's head down and listen to what Peyton Burdick had to say after the critical error in the eighth inning. What was on Closing the sun, was it? What happened? Yeah, so I came in to get it, and it's just right at the end when I was closing on it, it's just in the sun. I tried to hang in there as long as I could, I just lost it. How tough to replace that, especially when you come in late, replacement trying to come in to do There's just no excuse, you gotta catch that ball, so. And just that inning overall, just how you describe what happened there. Yeah, I just feel like that was the luck that they needed. I needed to catch that ball, and I didn't catch it, so. 
Just what do you think of the bullpen's effort today and everybody kind of passing the baton to the next guy? They're all good. I mean, they all did their jobs, and it just sucks that I didn't do mine. So. All right, that was Peyton Burdick. We're right back at it. Same time, 121st pitch in Chicago, 221st pitch out in Miami. I've got Marlins on deck at 150. We'd love to make you a part of our afternoon. As always, let's flip the M together, Miami. Thanks for rewinding with us. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.